Welcome to the Monkey Mind Podcast, your number one platform for athletes and mental health. Hosted by myself, Danny Perez. This is episode 72 featuring Zach Murad. Zach is an old teammate and good buddy of mine who played for the University of New Hampshire men's club hockey team and is now a mortgage loan originator with Total Mortgage Services. But before we get to today's episode, we have a quick word from our sponsor. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Daily Dose CBD Inc. Daily Dose CBD Inc. creates full-spectrum CBD products ranging from tinctures, bombs, and dog treats. Research has shown that CBD has successful results in aiding in the following areas. Anti-inflammation, anxiety, PTSD, help with breaking addiction, neuroprotection, epilepsy, arthritis, chronic pain, and sleeping disorders. Daily Dose makes an extremely safe and effective product that we know you will love, enjoy, and benefit from. Daily Dose has given Monkey Mind listeners 15% off all their orders. Head over to DailyDoseCBDInc.com and use promo code MONKEYMIND15 for 15% off your purchases. That's promo code MONKEYMIND15 for 15% off all your orders at DailyDoseCBDInc.com. So, uh... Obviously, we had a pretty candid conversation, like off the record. So, I hope we yeah. can keep that going. Yeah, we sure. don't get stage fright, but yeah, I got my good buddy on Zach Murad today. Um, yeah, welcome, man. Introduce yourself to everybody who you are and just uh, your journey through hockey and kind of like your little background about yourself. Yeah, for sure. Thanks first and foremost for having me. This is this is awesome. I'm happy to be a part of you know what you're doing. I think it's awesome and uh, looking forward, like I said, to be a part of it. Uh, my name is Zach Murad. Originally from Morristown, New Jersey. Um, played hockey basically my whole life, had a little bit of a later start, started at around nine years old and, uh, you know, played basically up until, uh, up until college, um, got to play for high school, um, in Morristown. And then that's kind of where we met. We, uh, we played, I think it was my senior year. We were playing yeah. for Devil's Youth. Yeah. And, um, that's kind of where we linked up and, uh, you know, I got to play club hockey at UNH and, you know, from there, it just kind of, Blossom into what I'm doing now. Um, ended up, I, I live in New Hampshire now. Um, funny how everything kind of led back here, but ultimately, um, yeah, I'm just extremely fortunate to be in the position that I'm in and, uh, you know, excited to share my story. Yeah, no, we actually have a lot of uh, New England listeners and people who follow. So if you want to just tell everybody what you're doing now, if anyone's looking for a home or oh, yeah. finance, drop that in there. Yeah, the quick plug. Um, yeah, so I, you know, I'm fortunate enough. I'm in the mortgage business, kind of like your pops. Um, you know, I, I do residential mortgage lending. Uh, I've been doing it for about six years now. So uh, anybody in New England looking to uh, to purchase or refinance, you know, let me know. I'd be happy to take care of you. Unreal. Yeah, man. So um, obviously, platform for athletes and mental health. So if you kind of just, you know, I'll like lead the way and um, talk about your story and kind of some of the things that you've dealt with and. Um, Obviously, you know, you're in a good place now and we've talked obviously beforehand and how you learned a lot from it. So kind of just tell, talk about, you know, your journey through that, that whole process. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, basically kind of, I never really even knew what anxiety was. Um, both of my parents don't really experience it. It's kind of old school. And um, I didn't, it was my first introduction to kind of mental health awareness, um, you know, if you want to call it that, uh, was, was probably my freshman year of high school. Um, you know, growing up in a, in a small town where basically like any other New Jersey town, everybody kind of knows everybody. Um, you know, you're pretty fortunate to, to not really step outside of your comfort zone because you're so accustomed to everything. You've 
spent your whole life next to these people, um, going to a middle school with, with 60 kids. So um, not really much, much room to step out of a comfort zone. And, and then the next thing you know, you're going to a high school with, uh, with three other towns, um, 1400 students. So you talk about, uh, talking about, you know, getting a little overwhelmed and, and stepping outside of your comfort zone. That was kind of the biggest thing for me. Um, and it's kind of funny because it, it kind of initially started from a social aspect. You wouldn't really know it now. Just basically I have to be, you know, as social as I am for work every day. And you know, I love talking to people and I, uh, you know, I think it's, I think it's great. And that's you know kind of what I pride myself on is, is always being willing to talk to someone or be personable. So you wouldn't really know it now, but um, that initial plunge into meeting new people kind of st all started where my anxiety kind of stemmed from and, and um, you, know, you know, being able to overcome a little bit of adversity, call it, um, you know, going to a new school. I, I was fortunate enough to have my brother graduate before me. I wasn't necessarily at school the same time as him, but, um, you know, when you have somebody who, who kind of have other people, some, some juniors and seniors look over you and, and kind of take you under their wing. It was, it was a nice introduction to, in the, you know, that standpoint, but um, ultimately that was just kind of a, a big plunge into uh, a different type of world that I've never really seen before and, and going to a place where you basically have to almost reinvent yourself. Um, and that's kind of, you know, kind of where, where I, my mental health awareness kind of started. Yeah. And you said that, that kind of stemmed even beyond that first initial, I guess, introduction into it as, as a, going into high school and all that and kind of extended throughout your whole high school career. And it was just kind of funny that, um, you know, we talked about that because when I played with you and the first time I met you, it was what it was like you said, our senior year, we were playing devil's yes. youth and you didn't seem like a type of person. And I was going through the same exact stuff. Like yeah. I'd be having the panic attacks at night, waking up, like trying to, you know, go deal with that. But, and it's funny, like you were dealing with the same sort of stuff, uh, maybe not to the same degree, maybe more, who knows, but, it's just funny how you were dealing with it and kind of no one really knows. And yeah. um, you kind of just battling that silently. And um, I just think that that's super interesting that, you know, people amongst you are going through some stuff and you know, you'll never find out until now we're talking about it years exactly. later. You know? Exactly. And it's kind of funny because that's kind of the beauty of, of a sport like hockey. Um, you know, not only do you kind of have formed that brotherhood, I mean, you can get thrown into a locker room with 25 people and you'll consider those people your best friends for that, you know, that season or that time being, um, but, but then ultimately when you step on that ice, I mean, nothing really matters, you know, any worries you have in the past. And that doesn't necessarily mean that for everybody, but I know for me specifically, um, anytime I was able to play hockey, you know, you, you leave your phone in the locker room, you, you play hockey for an hour, hour and a half, two hours, and nothing else really matters. So yeah. that was kind of my advice at that point, just to kind of get away from anything I was dealing with, you know, personally or, or mentally. And that was, I think that's kind of helped me, um, you know, get through some tough times growing up. Yeah, no, definitely. I think um, hockey's sports in general or having like a hobby that you're super passionate about is definitely something that can be such a great outlet for people dealing with things like that. Um, but it's just funny, like it, for me, it came to a point where I think I in ways was like putting up too much pressure and it kind of maybe went the other way. And I was kind of dealing, yeah. you know, dealing with anxieties from sport and like expectations and right. like the way that I set my goals. And I was too goal focused. Like we talked about a million times on here. I was too goal focused as opposed to just enjoying playing in the process of getting better. I think the anxiety of like, I gotta be here and I gotta do this, right. I gotta do that. Like I gotta make it to this level by this time. It's like, then it becomes detrimental. I think, um, I don't know. I think a lot of people experience something like that. Did you ever feel that you had kind of those similar emotions or experiences with hockey or in sports in general? 
I think I've always wanted to put that type of pressure on myself. I always felt that if my back was against the wall, I kind of rose to the occasion. Um, I always wanted to be the guy like anybody else, you know, would want in, in, you know, high school sports and um, even after that. And I think, yeah, it's just putting that, that pressure on yourself. I mean, there was times, I mean, I initially tried out for Morristown to be, uh, I tried out as a defenseman. I'm naturally forward, but I wanted so bad to make that hockey team. I knew they looked a little light on D and I was like, screw it. I'm going to go play, play, play D. I'll, I'll gain the red line any day and dump the puck in. And that's all yeah. you really got to do. So, yeah. Um, I was at such a point in my life where um, I was just looking to better myself and, and, you know, meet the expectations I, you know, I had internally um, rather than externally, but also you want to make sure that, you know, I mean, that's, that's hockey growing up. You want to be the guy that everybody looks to. You want to be the person that people talk about um, after a game or something like that. So, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, there's times you come up short and it's, it's worn on me mentally, but at the end of the day, it's, you know, you, you move on to the next game and I try not to, to let it wear on me too much because I know it'll put me in a pretty dark place. Yeah, no, exactly. I'd be, I mean, I think everyone can relate to that. I think everybody has these high expectations for themselves. And then when you do feel you come up short, you feel like a failure, but at the end of the day, um, that isn't the case. And it's just being able to manage those expectations and why I think it's so important to consistently reiterate that, you got to get lost in just the enjoyment of things that you're doing. And then from there, I think success comes and obviously getting lost in the enjoyment of the hard work. And right. from there, that's when you enjoy the process and the success comes from that. And um, I think hard times breed, you know, tough people and things like that. Yeah. So I think it, it, I just actually heard a quote recently today. Um, it's like an egg analogy and it can definitely be applied to dealing with things with mental health. And it's that, an egg can go one or two ways when it's in boiling water, it can crack or it can turn into a hard boiled egg that you can eat. Right. So it's like kind of like <laughs> the, same, the same thing. You know what I mean? Either you flourish in that, in that pressure or, um, right. or you crack and I've been guilty of cracking for sure. And letting my emotions get the best of me. And um, you kind of like what we talked about, it's just like everyone goes through this stuff and you have to know that you're not alone and just a matter of changing your perspective of the situations that you're put in and understanding that, Hey, like, this is hard and this is a tough situation. I can't let my emotions get the best of me and allow me to sink into that dark place, which I'm guilty of allowing that happen to me. Right. For sure. And it's like, honestly, I mean, we're only human. Um, everybody, obviously, as much as people want to, you know, put that front on where it doesn't let them get affected, but you know, we're only human beings at the end of the day. And it's, mm -hmm. it's up to us to, you know, cope with it one way or, you know, rise above the occasion. It, it's, there's just, different ways to look at it. But ultimately at the end of the day, it boils down to just being a human being. And, you know, anybody who's gotten where they are today never had an easy road as much as you want to think that someone got lucky or, you know, it's, there's a story behind it for sure. Exactly. And, and um, you know, I know you, you're a pretty social kid and um, I know you're a very enjoyable kid to be around and have a great personality. So it's funny to hear you say that kind of like going into that environment um, in high school and, and other things kind of, shook you up a bit in a sense, I guess, so to speak, for lack of a better term, but um, kind of one of the things that I want to segue to with that was what did you find that helped you cope? Um, and what were the kind of things that like were triggers that helped you learn from these experiences? Um, because like I said, like you felt, I guess, anxious in certain social situations and being in, you know, different groups, but 
the Zach that I know has always been super personable. So obviously you kind of figured that out and um, you're obviously super successful with hockey and with what you've done with total mortgage. So kind of talk about some of the things that you've done to kind of help you overcome this and, and cope with kind of some of the things you've struggled with. Yeah, for sure. I mean, honestly, anytime you, you play a sport, um, it allows you to, you know, find that sort of people who find common ground with you. Um, you know, high school, when I first got there, seemed so big and so overwhelming. So you're finding, you know, 25 people that you can kind of, you know, enjoy and share the same interests with, um, you know, the more you spend time together with people, um, you know, you're put in a homeroom class with people who share the same letter last name as you. It's little things that I was like, it, it kind of reminded me of growing up and stepping into a kindergarten class or, uh, you know, first, second, third grade, it's, you just, it's kind of like, you just figure it out. Um, mm. You just kind of get those, you know, signs of being familiar with these feelings and, you know, being a human being and, and just talking to people and introducing yourself. And I think part of it was, I'm not going to let my, you know, you hear so many great things about high school. I just witnessed my brother graduate and I hear about how much he loved it and raved about it. And I was like, I'm not going to let, you know, my fear of, being a little bit more social than I am accustomed to, or, you know, outside of my comfort zone, I'm not going to let that interfere with, you know, what's to come and, you know, enjoying these times in my life. Um, and I think hockey was a good way to do that. You know, when, at, at Morristown, I was fortunate enough to play hockey on that varsity team and between football and hockey, those are the two biggest sports there. Um, so you get a pretty quick introduction to meeting a lot of people and a lot of people knowing who you are, because, you know, we used to get a lot of fans there. Um, so that was, I was fortunate enough to be you know, blessed with that experience. Um, and that kind of helped me, you know, you know, find a, you know, seamless, uh, you know, a seamless introduction to being more comfortable in my own skin at a, at a different setting. Yeah. I like that. You uh, pretty much allowed yourself to, you know, get comfortable being uncomfortable, which is a common thing that we hear because, you know, you understood that there's opportunity to flourish beyond that threshold. I think that you embraced it and ran with it and it allowed you to, you know, find comfort in that. And now, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but you obviously I'm sure don't have many difficult situations like that where you're like, oh, I'm, I'm a little anxious going into this, yeah. or a little weary, you know what I mean? And it's like, exactly. that's, that's, a, that's such an important thing is just being able to kind of get out of that comfort zone. Cause there's so much great behind that. For sure. Absolutely. And just kind of putting yourself through something, you know, you're not accustomed to it. You really find out who you, who you really are. So. Yeah. yeah and obviously if, if you don't uh, mind, if you don't want to touch on it or whatever, but um, just kind of what was your experience? Have you ever seen um, a therapist to kind of help you out with any of these things or were you just kind of like kind of going at through it as, as you did and kind of learning as you went along or did, uh, did no, you ever seek external help? I don't mind. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, you know, never experienced, you know, going to a therapist. Uh, I never, I kind of looked at, you know, tack things head on. Um, you know, I had a brother who, an older brother who looked after me, who I was able to kind of, um, you know, it was more kind of like a shoulder to lean on. Um, I had a pretty big, you know, group of friends. A lot of my friends were from, uh, from Mars Plains, which is where I'm originally from, which is like that smaller town, um, who kids knew me from, from basically diapers. So, um, I always kind of had that sense of comfort and that's kind of the thing. And what I, you know, pride myself on today is I'm not afraid to tell the people who really know me how I'm feeling. Like, I don't, you know, I obviously talked to my parents a bunch and, you know, they've been able to kind of help me out and, and basically, uh, you know, talk me through a bunch of things and their past experiences. And 
um, between family and friends, I've just found a way to, to kind of hone in and, and trust myself and believe in myself to get through whatever I was facing mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's important that you mentioned that being able to talk to people about your emotions. I know that sometimes it's not as easy, but, um, those things can weigh on you and the more you hold them in, the more they weigh. And, um, right. it's just never a good approach to go about, I don't know, dealing with the things that are kind of stuck in your head. So I'm happy that you sure. able to mention that. Yeah, for sure. How about uh, what's the transition been like for, you know, into your work life now from hockey and kind of how you've taken the things that you've learned growing up and from the sport and translating that to the working world and, um, you know, dealing with those sort of challenges that come with that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, anytime you, you know, make that jump into the real world, it's overwhelming. It's, it's kind of, you touch back on that feeling of anxiety. I felt when I was like a kid going into high school again, it's, you have these expectations of yourself. You have this scenario or this theory in your head, you want it to pan out this certain way. And unfortunately it doesn't work that way. Um, obviously this is a little bit more of a broad setting. Um, I ended up graduating from UNH, um, ended up moving home for a year. Um, and I ended up finding a job that allowed me to get my mortgage license. They would teach me, uh, help me get tested, you know, help me pass my test. Um, and it was basically a call center strictly doing refinances. So, you know, that had worked out for a little bit, but in reality, um, it didn't seem like it was the end goal for me. Um, I, I pride myself on, you know, building relationships. And unfortunately, when you're doing refinances, you're not experiencing these conversations on a daily basis with realtors and other referral partners. So um, that didn't really work out. I was there for about eight or nine years, about eight or nine months, and then um, ended up, took some time off and then ended up moving up here to New England. And, uh, you know, kind of, it's tough because you're, you're moving away from home for the second time. And um, the, obviously there's anxieties that come with that, but then ultimately you're building your business on something that's referral based. So I'm fresh out of college at this point, maybe a year out, you know, I don't really know a lot of people other than the people I went to college with. So these are the kids that I'm supposed to be, they're supposed to be my clientele, people that I can relate to, but these people aren't buying homes right now. So now I find myself in this position where I don't really know anybody. How do I get my name out there? And this boils down to getting outside of my comfort zone. Um, it took a while to really, you know, find a groove and, and get some traction in this business, which in real estate, that always happens. It's as expected. And um, I, I kind of came to an ultimatum uh, a few years ago, a couple of years back, uh, where I was giving myself like a 30 day trial. Um, I felt sorry for myself. I was down on myself. I was, um, <coughs> excuse me, I was really unhappy with where I was um, in my career path. And it wasn't that I didn't like the job. It's, I didn't like, you know, kind of ties back into the expectations you have for yourself and you want to exceed those. You want to hit the goals that you've set for yourself. So I ended up, um, giving myself that 30 day trial, looked myself in the, in the mirror and said, Hey, you're going to give yourself 30 days. If it doesn't work out, you better walk out with your head held high and give it everything you've got. Um, I, I didn't really, at this time, I didn't, you know, have a plan. Otherwise I was going to maybe go look for another job. Next thing you know, um, within those 30 days, I'd probably say a week or two in something just clicked, you know, one client turned into two clients turned into three. Uh, I think that month alone, I probably closed seven or eight deals. Um, and it just kind of, you know, skyrocketed from there and, and, you know, put me in the position that I am today. And, and now I'm fortunate enough to be in the position where I'm able to, you know, kind of help people's dreams become a reality. 
Yeah, man, that's unreal. I, I think a lot of people can resonate with that when you're kind of just stuck in that rut and it's always like kind of right yeah. after college and you think you kind of have things figured out. You think you're going to go in this certain direction and then you're just like, God, I'm not really doing what I want to be doing. Or like, this isn't, maybe this isn't for me. And you're like, maybe this is, you start comparing and like, ah, this guy's yeah. successful. Or he, I, you know what I mean? Like I've been sure. there. A lot of people have been there too. And um, yeah, that gut check time where you have to kind of realize like, okay, what, what am I going to do here? And I don't, know if a lot of people are i'm sure you did, it takes a lot of dirty work to do that and say hey yeah. like i gotta look internally here and kind of you know give a hard look in the mirror and like kind of understand that hey this isn't gonna be easy it's gonna be hard but i gotta give myself an ultimatum like you said i mean for the longest time yeah. i've been stuck in ruts where i just allow myself to keep getting lower and lower and lower but i think that's, that's unreal and it's powerful when you say that like hey like i have to figure this out and it's only yeah. gonna be me it's only me that's gonna yeah. figure out no one else is gonna solve these problems and um I'm happy that you mentioned that. I'm happy that you obviously were, you know, were able to kind of get things going and, um, but yeah, I'm sure, you know, that's never easy to be able to do that and kind of take that personal responsibility for, um, you know, changing the path of your life and getting yourself out of that space that you were in. For sure. And I, I think it was honestly looking back, it's, it's different when you're on the other side of it, but it's kind of life-changing. It was one of those moments that either made me or broke me. And, um, you know, I'm fortunate that I was in this position where I had to kind of give myself a gut check and, um, you know, look myself in the mirror and, and really dig deep to where, you know, you have to find a, find a way. And it's like I said, if there was a point after those 30 days where it didn't work out and, you know, there's a different path that's meant for me, then I would have washed my hands with it and say, you know what, I, I gave it a shot. Um, yep. But I, I am a firm believer in this is what was meant for me and this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, no, I love that. You can't wallow in it. Um, and like you said, like you were willing to, you know, wash your hands with it and move on. Right. It's, it's never easy to like, like I've said, and like you said, look in the mirror and say, Hey, I got to figure this out. And it's never easy to be like, Hey, this didn't work flat out. Like right. not fail. It just, it just didn't work. And it's all right. about the perspective on, it. I think your perspective sheds a lot of light on, Hey, like, this is the way it's got to be done. Um, and I think that's powerful. So, I mean, um, God, one thing I want to say, so, okay. So, yeah. So, from what you've learned from your experiences, what are some things that you would tell, you know, the next person or a younger Zach Marat for, um, you know, just like pieces of advice or like takeaways, like, Hey, you know, as far as, and, and it can be anything, it can be like just things that you've learned now that that could help that kind of the next wave of people kind of going through the same things that you've gone through, just some things that, you know, you've picked up along the way. Yeah. I mean, I think the big thing, and it's kind of a cliche saying, but it's in reality, it's trust the process. I mean, it's something that I've incorporated into my everyday life. You know, today I, you know, I deal with clients on a daily basis and believe me in this real estate market, it's been nothing but, you know, gut wrenching and a lot of tears shed for a lot of clients out there. And um, because of missing out on properties that they felt that that was their forever home or their dream home or their starter home. Um, and every time I, I talk to one of them or they miss out on an opportunity of getting an offer accepted, I say, you have to trust the process and that everything happens for a reason. Because I've, there's been too many times that, you know, I've had a client who puts in multiple, multiple offers. I'd probably say north of, of 20 offers and the 21st offer gets accepted. And he's like, this was the home that I'm so happy that I'm in. And we'll get to the closing table and I'll just be like, I told you everything happens for a reason. And I'm a firm believer of that. So I think it's, you know, you can't try to force anything and it sounds pretty cliche, but it's reality. I mean, life's meant to pan out how it's supposed to pan out, you know? Um, and I, I think that 
when you try to put too much of a strain on it and try to, you know, it's just, you know, you kind of just let it flow and, and, you know, follow life's lead. You know, everything's meant to happen for a reason, in my yeah. opinion. No, yeah, I, I totally agree. I'm curious because uh, it's kind of how I felt with, with the way that I feel towards anxiety and stuff. I think curious what your opinion is on this, but when I kind of find myself getting anxious, I mean, it, to me, it's like a signal like, Hey, I got to make a change. Something's got to kind of give here. And I think for me, I use it as a good indicator that something isn't entirely aligned and that can go for right. anything. That can go for, for anything sure. in my life because there's so many things that are factors in our lives. And I think anxiety kind of plays a role in like, Hey, there's things in, in here in your life that are going on right now, whether it be people or situations or things that you're doing that, Hey, you probably shouldn't be doing this. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's kind of like an alert that goes off that's saying, Hey, you know, I don't like this for you. And this is something like you said, have to make a change. And um, I, I couldn't agree more. I think that's, I think it, anxiety um, plays a part in everyone's life differently. Mm -hmm. um, but ultimately, yeah, I mean, I think that, that for sure, that's definitely uh, my body's way of telling me that, Hey, figure this out. Cause it, yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more, but um, yeah, man, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to take too much of your time here. I don't know if you have any final, final words, but I just want to say that I'm super appreciative of you coming on and, you know, being vulnerable enough to tell your story. And, um, I think this is going to help out a lot of people who have gone through the same things that you have, um, whether it be from like the, you know, the social aspect of things, like the transitionary aspect of things. And, um, I think this has been awesome. So I just want to thank you again, but if you have any yeah, final, sure. final comments or words or nothing, nothing, but, uh, yeah, no, no. Man, I, I'm pumped to, to obviously these this podcast has grown legs and I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, more episodes come out. And I just, like I said, I'm really appreciative to be a part of it. So like I said, I'm looking forward to, uh, to see where this goes. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. Just, uh, give a quick plug to a total mortgage again. So that way everyone can, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, no, but I, I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, of course, man. Thanks again for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Thank you.